Uh, Rage Cajun softball won the Sunbelt Conference Series over the weekend against Georgia State. Uh, dropped the first one, won the next two. Here to talk about that and more is the head coach of the Rage Cajun softball team, Coach Jerry Glasgow, who joins us every Monday during the season. Good morning, Coach. Uh, how you feeling today? Uh, I feel good. I slept good. And, you know, I feel good. It's a lot to think about with the uh, big Texas games coming up Wednesday. And, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's just uh, the, to follow this young team is, uh, it's, um, as we said in the preseason, you know, it's kind of an up and down thing. And it's frustrating, a lot of frustrating moments. And then there's a lot of really exciting moments where they you know you can see the potential that's in the in this group coach you um you're 20 games into this season what word would you use to describe your team after the first 20 games what word i guess would be best used to describe it i think that they're i think they're almost exactly where i thought they would be um i think we're really Especially when you factor in that, you know, we have very little, we, we have a really young team coming into the season. We knew that. We're fine with that because they're, cause they're very young, but they also have a lot of talent. Um, but then when you factor in, we've lost uh, Rain O'Neill, who is our leader, you know, our captain and our leader, and the most experienced player on the roster. When you take her out of the equation, then I, you know, as I was sitting around here thinking about it last night, and I feel like, yeah, it's you know just about where we want to be. Um, I think offensively, they've got to become more consistent. I want to see the consistency come, become better, right? Like we we've got to learn how to play in big games. We've got to learn how to be consistent in the uh, in the little games. You know, we learned that this weekend with Georgia State. Um, you can't take a night off. You can't you can't have a bad game and, and and drop a game like we dropped to Georgia State and accomplish the things that we want to accomplish throughout the season. On the other hand, like I, I'm thinking about, like as a coaching as a coach or as a hitting coach and being responsible for the offense, like. What did I do wrong? You know, like what? What did I? What should I have done different? What should I have done better? And, and obviously, I, when I think back on, it, I think well, I didn't have them focused because they were prepared. And if they weren't prepared, they can't come back on Saturday. You know, you can't lose the first game on Saturday four to one, and then you whatever we scored the second game, a nine ten runs, the same talent, the same preparation went into both games. The difference was the focus. Um, so we got we got a young team, and we've got to put more emphasis on focus uh, and mental the mental side. I think as I look at that pitching, you know, you 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 can't been battling it out here with two starters, Lamb and Shorm, in the last couple of uh, weeks, and we've got a we're, we're we're hoping that we'll get Landry uh, back in the mix here real soon. Um, and we we've got a 
we started out really good. We we very minimal walks, very minimal um, runs allowed. Now we got to get refocused as a pitching staff and and really fine tune and get back to 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 putting up more zeros on that scoreboard inning by inning. Um, I'm not talking about games. Just go out there and inning by inning by inning, battle it out and give up. You know the minimum number of runs possible. So. I think with everything included, I don't think we're really far off of where anyone would have expected us to have been early in the year. Now, the positive signs, if you look at the positive signs, we've had really good play at shortstop. Uh, we've got Piscos back now. I mean, it's not hard to watch Piscos this weekend play and realize that hurt us a little bit while she was out. But it also might have made us better down the long run, down the stretch. Um, you know, not having her there, getting Mayu in there, finding out that Mayu could catch, that we could compete with her behind the plate, and giving our chance the team to, you know, give our team a a chance to to feel what it's going to feel like to play without that energy that Pisco's brings. I think that's that was really, you know, that could end up being a positive, even though in the short run is probably not a good thing. So it's a, it's a no one wants to be five losses. I don't want to be five losses. Nobody wants to be five losses. Nobody wants to be 15 and 5. We all want to be, you know, 18 and 2 at this point in the season. But when you think about the season, you realize you know, we don't have a Neil um out there our our most proven player. Um We've been without Piscos for quite a while there, arguably our most uh, talented and, and most leadership-type player. And then you, you've got Landry out. So I don't know that we're that far off of where we should be, but we definitely got to find a way to, to get better in a hurry. And that's kind of that's just kind of my flat, honest assessment of where we're at. Coach Jerry Glasgow, our guest, ESPN Lafayette. Coach, you mentioned Raina O'Neill and Sam Landry a number of times. Landry has uh, been very impressive uh, as a newcomer when I look at the newcomers thus far. Um, uh, for both of them, you mentioned Landry maybe being back soon and O'Neill being out. What is the status of, of Raina O'Neill and what is the status of Sam Landry right now from a health standpoint? Well, I don't... Uh, Landry's... Landry's uh, day to day at this point. I mean, I think we're just we're we're being extremely cautious because she's such a talented young pitcher, and we want to be we want to be really careful with what we do here because she's a huge piece of our program for the next few years. Um, and so hers is just a normal. I think I think it's a normal. Um, pitching type thing where um, there's nothing wrong, nothing nothing seriously injured. It's just some soreness around the ribs. Um, and, and we just want to be careful, you know, and, and be be super cautious with her and bring her along slowly. And we've also got good – we know we've got enough arms to do that. Um, Raina has a hand injury. And it's looking like that's going to be a long term. It's really unfortunate for her, but 
Um, it's going to be a longer-term issue. We'll find out more as the week goes on. But, you know, originally I thought it was a, a, a one- or two-day thing, and, and now it's looking like a, a far more serious injury. So we'll know more, and it'll be, when we know enough, there'll be an announcement later, but not yet at this time. Thank you, Coach Jerry Glasgow, our guest. You mentioned the starting pitching earlier. Um, Megan Schwarman, she's looked really good this season in relief. Um, at, at times as a starter, maybe not quite as comfortable. As as somebody that's been around softball as long as you have, What from a mindset standpoint, and, and obviously you, I, I, you, know, you see the ceiling with Schwarman at times and you're like, my goodness, I mean, she's there's definitely a lot of talent there. But in terms of, I guess, preparing as a pitcher to start versus preparing in relief kind of an inside softball perspective from you i mean it's as as an outsider you kind of just look at the obvious differences but what has to change uh when you're a starter versus when you're coming in you know uh in the middle of a game or just maybe not the middle of a game but into a game that has already begun yeah i think for again it's just a matter of getting comfortable i think that She's with a new team, a new coaching staff, um, a new fan base. And our fan base is far different than the fan base where she pitched at Kentucky. I mean, there's expectations here, and there's a loud, boisterous crowd, which is great. We're so privileged to have that. But yet, it's it's another difference, you know, when she steps out on that field. I, I think she's... I don't think it's pressure. I think it's discomfort. I just think she's got to learn to get comfortable on on our field or, you know, in our dugout. And I think when she's comfortable, she's been so good. And, and then I think there's been moments when she's uncomfortable and then the performance hasn't been as good. And I think that's true of all pitchers. I think that what happens with a pitcher like Shorman, she's so talented that when she's good, she's really good. And and yet, when she's uncomfortable, it's very noticeable because she's so good when she is comfortable. Um, and I think it's just a matter of time. I said, you always assume you're going to be successful at the end of the day. And I, um, I assume that we're going to get this and Megan's going to overcome it. Uh, to where she can be comfortable often because she's enormously talented, and and I, you know I think it's it could I I I don't know how soon that can happen, but I'm hoping it can happen really quick. You know I'd like to see her be able to give us the same type of effort um, against Texas as she gives against LSU. If she does, we I think we can be successful. So it's fun and day to day, and that's one of the challenges that. We're working, and you got to also remember, like she was off last season, so there's a little bit of rust. If you remember when Megan Clyde come in from Oregon after a year off, there was some early season there, and we didn't get to play the whole season out. But um, you know, early in that February, there were some moments when Megan didn't look, you know, like you'd remember seeing her on the field at Oregon 18, 20 months earlier. Um, that year off takes a little bit of time. And in February, you know, that's normal to see some rust show. And I think as the season goes on, you'll see her get more consistency and and, and uh, don't don't underestimate uh, the being out of action that last season uh, for her. 
No doubt about it. Uh, you guys have Texas this Wednesday. You referenced it earlier, Coach. Great opportunity and a doubleheader at Yvette Gerard Field at Lamson Park. We'll have it on the air for you right here, ESPN Lafayette. Folks, if you're listening um, and if you get out to the ballpark, should be a good matchup. You know, I was um, saw a little bit of Texas. I know, you know, their, their latest ranking in the back 20s, not top five, but a ranked team. Um, always a challenge and just a big opportunity uh, Wednesday, Coach, with them coming here to uh, to Lafayette to take you guys on. I know we talk a lot about RPI and, you know, certain games and how they're balanced and how you have to approach the season as head coach of a, you know, of a, a nationally renowned team that plays in the Sun Belt. Uh, what's the key in your mind to this Wednesday, this Wednesday's doubleheader and, and what do the Longhorns bring to the table? Yeah. Well, the Longhorns are a preseason top 10 team, which tells you how much talent they've got. I mean, they've got enormous, they've got an enormously talented team. Um, they added some mid-season transfers uh, that made them better. I mean, they added Dosini, the top pitcher from Fresno State. And, you know, a lot of people expect her to be the top transfer pitcher in the country this year. And they added a uh, an outfielder from Baylor, uh, a very good outfielder, um, to the mix and in January and mid-season transfer. And, and as we found out last year, chemistry-wise, like that's that's tricky. You know, that's that changes the dugout a little bit. And I think that's part of the early season um, challenge for them. And that, that they've lost some games they just nobody would ever dream they would have lost. But as you see, they seem to get getting better and better. And we know at the end of the year they're going to be a top twenty-five team. There's there's just no way they can have that much talent in their dugout. They won't be a top 25 team. They also got an outstanding coach, Mike White. Um, he's going to put it together. It's just a matter of time. So, so what that gives us, it gives us an opportunity to, to, to compete against, you know, one of the most respected, uh, and most talented programs in the country on our field. So it's a great, it's a great opportunity for us. Now, the key for us is to get out there and play ball, you know, like get out. And come out with our with our pitching set, get our pitchers settled in, uh, keep the games low scoring, and, and then we got to get our offense being aggressive. And as we, you know, against Georgia State in Game One, we weren't attacking as an offense. We were, we were tentative, but we weren't attacking. And I think in Games Two and Three, we saw them attack the ball or attack attack the the at bat by getting in there and swinging. And one thing that you know, we're working on this team that's extremely talented at taking balls and strikes. They see ball strikes really well. Um, but you have to know when you when you want to attack and, and and when you want to – when's a smart time to look for the walk and how to use the walk. And, and they're young, and I feel like they're doing a great job of eliminating strikeouts. One of the toughest teams to, to strike out that I've ever coached this bunch of young kids at the same time there's times when we can't be looking for a walk and, and take a chance on getting struck out so all those things that'll come into play again on wednesday night with texas and uh and they've got a they they're they're a high strikeout team they're going their pitchers are going to are going to strike you out a lot so how our team responds to you know they've been holding their strikeouts down even against lsu i think we only struck out eight times in two games 
but when you get in against Texas, you could have eight, twelve strikeouts in one game, and you still got to get, you still got to find a way to manufacture six, seven runs um, if that happens. So, how they handle all that mentally is going to be a key for this young team. Coach Jerry Glasgow has been our guest. Uh, that is Wednesday against Texas, four o'clock. The start of game one, doubleheader. The first of three games against the Longhorns this year. The first two of three. They'll play one game at Texas two weeks later on March 30th. Uh, but Texas this Wednesday on the road against Georgia Southern this weekend. Coach, always appreciate you taking the time, being open, and uh, speaking to the fan base um, through this show each and every Monday during the season. Really appreciate it. And uh, best of luck this week. Uh, we'll see you out of the ballpark. All right. Thank you, Scott. You got it. That is Rage Occasion at Softball Coach Jerry Glasgow number of things in there um, to unpack, you know, I think for softball fans. And one of the things, like, you know, if you talk to Jerry right after a game, it's very different the way he talks right after a loss and the emotions are high when he has some time to sort of sit and uh, reflect and, you know, sleep on it, if you will. But, you know, he said, I think they're kind of where we thought they'd be. But the unfortunate thing in there was about Rayna O'Neal. Talking about a hand injury that he said initially they thought it was day-to-day, but it looks to be more serious. And that right there is, you know, that's somewhat ominous. He's not sure of the complete status yet. They should know the extent later this week, and they'll probably, you know, once they do have, have an announcement. That was his words. I mean, they... How much they missed her last season when she was out. I mean, she's best player on the team. That's tough right there. That's tough. And the Georgia State loss, that was a bad RPI loss. But they got a chance in terms of RPI games. These two wins, they are, that's, this is, you don't have too many more opportunities for, for big matchups that can help you RPI-wise. It can be the difference between being a two or a three and and a lot of things when it comes to the postseason. So big moment, big matchup, two big ones this Wednesday against Texas. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. I'm Scott Prather.